0: Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number 36 of the Fresher and Parlance Show. Woo! Episode 36! I'm Fresher. I am Parlance, as you can see right there. Parlance. Mine uh,
1: is over here, too,
0: over on this general vicinity. <laughs> but, um, fresher and Parlance Show, where our show format is looser than the security at the White House. Hello! Because hey, those I'm, guys got in, right? Yeah, see that? Because I'm, I'm writing stuff for the show now. Nice. <laughs> that's all. That's all I wrote. That's all I wrote.
1: I mean, we're we're getting up there. We're getting some some stuff going on. It's because yep. it's because we had extra time. Uh, you know, since last week or whatever.
0: Yeah. Speaking of last week, we missed a week. We did. So I actually went back home. I actually had uh some mildly sad news. I had my my. more than mildly. Pretty sad, sad news. Yeah. My. I had a uh, family member pass away, my grandmother, Um, so that was uh,
1: not good. Condolences. But, you know, grandparents, like, they're going to go sometime. (laughs) (laughs) I guess. (laughs) 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 That's terrible. That's like a terrible... I mean, I would rather, as a grandparent, and I mean, I'm not a grandparent, but if I were a grandparent, and also as having grandparents... I'd much prefer
0: the grandparent to die before you know their relatives fair enough. Here's a picture of my grandmother. Let's see if it works there. Could you see that? I can right here she's she's there this is this is the last time i i saw her, which was in two thousand i believe ten or two thousand nine cute and this is a cute grandma this is my father and my stepmother here so um so anyway uh so grandma. Hope you're doing well wherever you are. And uh, but I did. But while I was there, I did get a lot of feedback. A lot of people watched the show. Yeah, that's that's awesome. I, yeah.
1: You were telling me that uh, people are not a fan of the eye patch because it can't quite follow my face. Yes, I'm, I'm keeping it. Keeping right it. Up. It's a polarizing. It's a polarizing characteristic. We had some. I know lots of people who love it. We had
0: some save the eye patch tweets this week. Yeah. After I relayed some of the messages to people about the eye patch, I I also learned that uh, my two um, uh, oh so other feedback also is that we um we we I curse too much.
1: Oh my gosh! I don't even know if I have cursed on this whole thing. Oh, we can make super cuts. We have enough content now that we can totally do super cuts.
0: That's we should do that
1: like the best of you mean. No, I mean, just, like, every time you or me says one specific word, but then have it just be, like, you know,
0: in a row of every time us saying that word. I see. Yeah, we have, like, a 36-hour's worth of content, so... Ooh, that's pretty good. Yep. And so, were we up over 10,000, was it, minutes watched? Yeah, we're up... <laughs> yeah. That's not as impressive when you say minutes. 10,000 minutes! Well, let's... I mean, should we <laughs> what put is it in... That in Put that in context. Yeah, seriously, put that in context. Divided by 60. That's 166 hours. There you go. How many days is that? Ah. Ugh. <laughs>
1: 24. 6.9 days So someone there, just so sitting there watching our show. That's a week. That's a week. That is a week. That's exactly a week. Yeah, so that's awesome. That is pretty
0: cool. So Week straight. Re- if exactly. someone were to go through and watch... Oh, wait, no, that's not how it works. <laughs> Ten, we've actually had 10,224 minutes viewed, FYI. it's pretty good. I think yeah. all of that was since the last time I checked. So. Yeah, it's the 224 minutes streamed in the last like couple days. We've got a lot, of, a lot of viewers out there. Yeah, once, want... Again, got... thanks. thanks to our viewers. Yeah, speak... Speaking of uh, viewers, I got some more feedback. Uh, I'm not allowed to talk over you anymore. Oh, uh, let's see what else. Oh, Wait, one more. Oh, I can totally
1: play into that because, like, as soon as you say something, I can just start talking. I was going to do it right then, but you didn't say anything. <laughs> and then also... You know, like that, you know, like, don't talk over me, Peter. Gina. Now you're talking over oh, me. Oh,
0: gosh. Now you're talking over me. <laughs> And then uh, also, I learned, and this one, if they're still watching, I learned that my um, my two uh, my cousins' children um, watch the show. I think they're like comp- very young. They're That's young. awkward that you don't know how old they are. I think I mean, they're nine. You know I how say, old your relatives are? Jeez. I I think they're like I want to say they're like nine and five or seven. I don't know. Well, don't they're definitely mean, in school. Yeah. I think one's in second grade. Yeah, I don't no. know. It's terrible. It's terrible. But Do you anyway, know how old your parents are? Well, I'm going to say they're Juliana and Olivia. Hey! Hey, guys. Look at that. That's amazing. They should be happy if they're watching. Um, And then... Uh, so I had to go back to Pennsylvania for this uh, funeral and, and all the family stuff. Um, I did... Uh, Actually, I did do a couple interesting things. One was I met up with my old um, high school friend Leonard F Chikarson who is the the host of the week uh, long box heroes long box heroes and a, a wrestling ringside announcer for uh, Chikar wrestling I caught up with him that was very exciting and then right That's before cool. I uh, I left for because I flew in and out of uh, of the on the East coast of Philly I met up with my college roommate Um and uh, we, I got to see him and his lovely new bride. They're not new; it's been a year. But another uh, thing about funerals—they can bring people together because you can't can. always see all those people. That is true. I saw a lot of, um, of you know, this was a paternal grandmother. Um, so I saw a lot of my relatives on my father's side who I hadn't seen in a very long time. And I got to try out my freshly. Uh, made-for-me custom-tailored suit that I bought in Vietnam. Nice. Is it bamboo? No, it's not bamboo. You don't have
1: a bamboo suit? I thought everything from Vietnam was bamboo.
0: No, but I will tell you what. I looked... I was smoking, dude. I was looking real good. (laughs) Yeah. I just imagine you you'd like, striking
1: poses and stuff, like, over... Did you get any pictures? I mean, come on. Actually, I don't think I have any pictures of me in the suit. No, I mean... Other people did you, like, photobomb in the suit. Were you well positioned to be in any pictures that someone took? No, people were just taking pictures of
0: me. I was that good looking. That's impressive. Yeah, I'm joking. I don't think anyone took any pictures of me. <laughs> so anyway, we're back at the group of things. I'm uh, pretty excited about uh, getting back on track here. Yeah. I got, uh, got in a last minute uh, watching the film just before air, just before we went live. I finished watching it. It was great. I thought it was good. But anyway, uh, good. I'm glad you finished. I was going to be really disappointed if you didn't finish. Um, but you have, I mean, you also have some big news. And I think you need to tell people about it. Uh, my probably
1: only big news is that uh, I got a truck. Finally, I've been looking for
0: a truck for a while. Do you have the image? Did you put I, it on there? Huh? Do
1: you have the image to show people? Let's oh. see. <laughs> I didn't do that. I know. I'm out of thing. Let me see if I can do it. But. Anyways, yeah, I was looking for a, specifically, a late 70s Datsun that's only moderately raised, and I found one. It was a pretty good deal, so that's exciting. I've, like, been fixing it up a bit. Like, it's in a really good shape, but I, it's annoying, like, um, the locks don't work, so I put new locks in, and then, um, what else? I'm, like, the bed is a little bit rusted, so I welded up some some uh, retaining parts for that. Still going to do some more. And uh, I've decided I'm going to only paint it spray paint color, so I can touch it up. I'll keep a bottle of spray paint in the truck. Uh, And I got a Bluetooth stereo for, like, $20 that I'm going to put in so I can use my phone for music. That's pretty cool. Oh, and it's a stick, too, and I don't have... This is my first stick car. Um, Manual transmission, and uh, I'm... I've like driven them before but I don't have like a lot of experience so I'm excited to be able to actually get that down as a skill having my own. So that's a cool project car leisure car type because I mean I don't I mean I don't really need two cars. So,
0: <laughs> so um that sounds awesome. I'm so glad because I know you were on a hunt for that truck for a very long yeah, time. Yeah, I mean pretty me. much just looking on Craigslist. They're not super uncommon but they're also
1: not that common. <laughs> Oh, hey, yeah. Actually, I did
0: find the picture. There, pop that baby up there. Pop it up! So, also, while you're waiting to pop up your video uh, thing here, I just want to let you know, you can live tweet us at Fresh and Par on the Twitter.
1: Yeah, Um,
0: We already have have a uh, tweet from Tom Brew here. It says, Parlay, it's not a family guy. Fuzzy on the details. Well, Tom, (laughs) what do you want me to do, buddy? I was a funeral. Do you want me to go into the gritty, gritty details of, like, you know, how I had to, like, be very upset about my grandmother dying. No, Tom, I'm not going to get into that. So <laughs> you I, had to be. I was... So personal, now it's a chore? Huh? So now it's a chore? Uh, well, I did, yeah, I had to. I mean, I have no choice. It's a very emotional time. So yeah, I was personally fuzzy on the details. <laughs> it was a yeah. purposeful oh, fuzziness.
1: Sp- speaking of uh, Tom, I did get him his uh, 3D printed uh, show table sculpture. So I mean if someone else wanted a table sculpture, one of these ones, it's 3D printed on the fresher Turn it around. I think it's it which this way oh is that forwards? Oh yeah, I can't yeah. tell it's backwards. Yeah, for, there you go. For me, or whatever. But yeah, you should uh tweet us or email us and um the show at fresherparlance.com or at par on Twitter. Yeah, and, let uh, us know. I'll I'll for the, the first couple of people are, you know, as long as it doesn't get unreasonable, I'll totally, like, mail those to people if they give me their address. Because, I mean, they, they don't really cost me anything to
0: make, so. <laughs> there you go. So, here it is. If you want some free, fresh, and parlance swag, yeah, he's uh, already got free swag. This is 3D printed, they're pretty cool. I will say, Tom was on it the day one. I got an email from Tom saying, I want I am. Yeah. He did. Yeah. But, um, so I found that, I, I got my truck picture loaded. Let me see how this
1: goes here. Uh, it would be ridiculous if it was the wrong picture oh yeah there it is that's, that's the truck the truck that I got it's
0: a Datsun
1: with, uh, it's kind of raised interior is in a really good shape yeah and I mean I was, I'm was pretty happy with it it was a good deal so yeah that's that so
0: yeah that, news? that is the truck life, life. Is that? What, I couldn't understand. I was like, "What is this truck ilifuthu?" I was like, yeah. "What is that?" Oh, that's hashtag truck life. You well, according according to this, it's truck Lee, dude. Well, you erased that. I did not do any of that. Oh my gosh! Is that how you spell life when you're when you're a truck driver? When you, you use hashtag truck life. All right, all right. Anything else happen? Uh, Happened while you were doing I know stuff? this is a. One of
1: the benefits of the... Oh, actually, uh, Tom just tweeted his uh, Fresh Air in Parlay and some picture in his cubicle having his desk ornament up. Whoa, so, look at that. But, um, yeah, like, uh, I don't... Yeah, I always try to think of stuff because it's also good for me to remember what I did because I always forget.
0: But, no, that was the only news I could think of. Well, we have, I have some big news, and our, this, is, this is momentous for us. It's pretty momentous. Yeah, ready? Are you ready for this? I'm our ready. first, our first ever show graphic. It's time for our weekly parlances. World War Z update. Oh my gosh, so much Ebola! It's taking over. So anyway, uh, I got now. I gotta get that graphic off. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty good. I like that. That is totally our first graphic. We're getting it's, the... It's our first graphic. I'm pretty proud of it. By the way, you have to put up your lower third when you put on an image. Oh, snap. Yeah. All right. Um, So it's time for parlances and freshers, uh, Fresher and parlances. It's actually really me. I'm the one that is talking about Ebola. I mean... Yeah. So the Ebola thing is out of control. It's craziness. I've
1: been been getting uh, breaking news buzzes all over the place about it.
0: um, So we had... We've subsequently had... Someone in Dallas, Texas, okay, confirmed with Ebola. I don't know if you saw the picture today. It was going around the interwebs of the of the uh, people in Dallas, Texas that were um air. I'm sorry. Uh, what's that called when you have the water spray? Water pressure. What no, is that? No, I didn't see that. What's the water thing when you spray water real hard? Pressure washer. Yeah, pressure washer. They were pressure washing. Washing. Um. The bl- bl- blood vomit from the Ebola victim off the sidewalk. There was blood vomit. That's gross. Yeah, in Dallas, in Texas. Yeah. What? Yep. So there was that. Then uh, I got a a, a emergency um, tweet from our our viewer Tom telling us about a potential a uh, Hawaii. Uh, oh yeah, I saw that too. But that was uh,
1: disproven. I mean, they they found that it didn't wasn't a case. But.
0: Then today, just another one, uh, the uh, freelance videographer for NBC News. Oh, yeah. I know, that one is crazy. Uh, is now confirmed to have Ebola? Is it so, confirmed? Last I heard that it's just not sure. No, it's 100% confirmed. Damn. Yeah, you can go to NBCNews.com. They have a whole story on it right now. As a matter of fact, it's the lead story. It's when, when news makes their own news. NBC, NBC, <laughs> I know, NBC they have news. all
1: the resources
0: available. NBC News freelancer in Africa diagnosed with Ebola. It's actually a, it's working with um, one of the chief medical people that they have. I forget the name of the chief, the the NBC News Nancy. Uh, what the heck's her name? I can't remember her uh, name. Nancy Health
1: Correspondent.
0: Yeah. Anyway, apparently they're still doing testing. It's not confirmed that 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 person has it. So, uh, but the uh, but the the videographer has it. So now. Here's the thing, death rate in Africa from Ebola is 50 to 70%. Yeah, it's but pretty high. If you're a a worker or a US citizen who gets it, 100% you live. So, because right, it's only been like 3 people or something, right? Yeah, but that's beating the odds. One and a half should be dead.
1: Yeah. I thought it's crazy. Someone was telling me about um the general like uh, mechanic of Ebola. And I mean I guess it seems like flu symptoms so it's hard to tell at the beginning but then basically it just punches holes in your all of your circulatory system so you just like
0: bleed from the inside and die from that is what i heard Yeah you pretty much bleed you pretty much bleed like your body just leaks blood cuz you just yeah. start ble- yeah bleeding out because like your immune system like starts attacking your blood your circulatory system or something that sounds pretty brutal. So, here's the thing. This, I'm reading now, CDC is now monitoring 100 contacts in Texas um, who had potentially been in contact with the Texas man who had um, Ebola. They were now, saying,
1: though, oh, the Texas man.
0: Yeah. Oh, there was a pretty funny Conan uh,
1: Conan clip thing that I saw that was, like, uh, how Texas managed their Ebola thing, and it was... um. Basically, a set that looked like a uh, medical room with a bunch of like beakers and stuff, and then like two doctors like bust in the door with cowboy hats on and just start shooting all of the <laughs> shooting all of the equipment,
0: and then walk out. It was pretty funny. So, I'm reading here: Ebola patient's waste not cleared from U.S. apartment two days after diagnosis. Uh, waste? Towel, yeah, towels and sweat-ridden bedclothes remained for two days on the Dallas apartment. In the, in the Dallas apartment where an undiagnosed Ebola sufferer was staying because health officials in Texas struggled to find a waste management company willing to accept them. Um, health officials uh, obtained an order to force the residents of the apartment to stay at home while a- uh, after admitting they had not compiled with, uh, complied with a voluntary request to do so on Wednesday, uh, the order applies to four close family members, including a woman believed to be the girlfriend of the patient. So essentially people weren't... Uh, They weren't allowed. They were allowed to go out. I guess is what I'm saying. Yeah. And and they had to stay in this apartment with all this crazy Ebola infected stuff. I know that's crazy.
1: How long is it? Like, can it infect you afterwards? Though I wonder. It doesn't seem like it should
0: survive that long. What's that? The virus? Yeah. Uh, I think it's just like any virus. I'm sure it could. I think like some flu viruses could live up to two weeks. Oh, two weeks. Yeah, that's pretty long. Yeah. Um, But, uh, so anyway, off of uh, World War E... Well, actually, another
1: add-in to World War E is uh, Mercer Island E. coli. Well, that's World War E. coli. Yeah, but it's still an E, so I figured I'd
0: tie it in, you know? Because that's also crazy. Well, here, let's tell people what Mercer Island is so they understand. It is... uh, It's a city near
1: Seattle that's just an island by itself that the freeway goes through. It's a very fancy area. Yeah, it's like, yeah, that's
0: like where Bill Gates and stuff live. So, so, yeah, so imagine the richest area of your town being told to boil water because... Yeah, um, they can't use their water because it has E. coli in it. And then
1: uh, they did something else crazy. Uh, So you have to boil your water, and um, they shut down the schools and all the stores and stuff. Oh, they closed all the restaurants, too.
0: That's crazy. Yeah, and schools were closed, restaurants were closed, Starbucks was closed, so, you know, Mercer Island residents were freaking out. They were probably all jittery (laughs) from not having enough coffee. Um, But I saw that um, some local, I think it was local companies from the area, had donated free water. As if these people couldn't afford bottled water. (laughs) I know. I don't
1: even know how, uh, how does that happen? I didn't see that in the story at all. Uh I think someone took a poop in the water plant. Really? No. I don't know. Uh, yeah. You said that sounded very matter-of-fact. I believed it. You could've you could have ran with it.
0: So from what I hear, uh so there's been some E. cola scares with like prepackaged um vegetables and stuff. Like you know Yeah, this... yeah. I've seen that. So I've heard that that is a lot of times the farmers don't leave the field. And they go poop in the field, and that eventually gets on the water, goes down through into the fields, and then the poop goes onto the spinach, and then it contaminates it with E. coli. That's crazy. But still, the whole water thing, I don't
1: know. It's weird. Anyways, I thought that's... It starts with E, so it kind of counts as World War E.
0: Oh, the the E's are taking over. E. E. So anyway, uh, moving on, big news in the world of... uh, uh, this is actually a, kind of a weird threat. A lot of missing people lately, have you noticed this? I like saw, the first I had heard was reading, you know, our notes or whatever. I didn't see it too prominent in the news. Yeah, so there was a uh, real estate agent. I'm not exactly sure which state that was in. Um, but she went missing because the, the person who targeted her uh, said she was a rich real estate agent. She was like showing a house, I think. Yeah. And the guy came and kidnapped her, and they found her dead in a shallow grave. Yeah. I'm going to look up what state that was in. Um, and, then on t- and then in Virginia... I have a link here, but... Oh, no. Yeah. But, yeah, and then, and then the, the UVA student... Yeah, the UVA student. That one's even more crazy, because she was, like, in contact with people, texting them. They have her on camera. Yeah, they have her on camera with this guy, like, leaving in, in the mall or something. Yeah, well, no, it was in, like, on a street or something. Oh. So, yeah, she's missing. But now they're saying that um, it's actually an Arkansas real estate agent. Uh, And then this UVA student, apparently there's a history of missing college students in that area. That's weird, what? So now they're thinking that potentially all of these are connected in some way? That's crazy. Yeah, so that one's still pending. They don't know what's happening yet. So... Uh, I believe the, the father got on, you know, TV today or yesterday and was just like, you know, we think these could be related, we really want help, help us, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. Why would it be the father that would say about the relatedness? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I saw a video on it today. I, didn't re- I actually didn't listen to the video. I think people are just speculating that because all of these people are missing from that area that they're somehow related. Yeah. Huh. Huh. Yeah. So, uh, moving on to, uh, do we have any lighter topics? <laughs> oh, yeah. How about this one? How about this one? iPhone 6 comes out? I know. Yep. It's pretty
1: big, but, uh, they already have, uh, two scandals. Or not scandals, I guess, but they have bend gate. but, uh, it's totally in people's pockets because it's so big and skinny. It's bending because of the, the weak point where the buttons are on the aluminum, uh, case, which is kind of funny. But, uh, And then their iOS 8 update that they did, like, two weeks after they released, totally broke their phones. It made iPhone 6s not be able to, like, call anyone or receive texts. And, like, I think some other data issues, too. And they released, like, they they made people roll back. But, I mean, that's, like, super huge, and everyone still loves Apple. I think that's crazy. I mean, it's, like, not that bad, I just... Everyone always is saying that, like, it, well, Apple just works and whatever. And every single time they do something, it's just a case of that it doesn't work, and they have to try super hard to fix it, and then people just don't care. I mean, oh my goodness! It looks like we lost Parlance. I don't even know if I'm going to be able to readd him. <laughs> but
0: yeah, uh, I'm back. Stupid iPhones. Could you hear me? What happened? I don't know. It's the Internet. Things happen. You're Internet. But, yeah, the iPhone thing. I don't know about it. Well, uh, I guess my point, I was going to say iTunes is a piece of crap. Yeah, iTunes is, like, the
1: worst. And you still, well, now you don't need to use it to update anymore because you can do it over the air. But it's so dumb that, like, to move your pictures or music, the music thing is just dumb on iTunes how it has to sync, and you can only do it through the computer that you loaded the stuff on your phone to through that specific iTunes. It's, like, super hard to manage. And then even when you're moving your pictures, like, you have to do it to the one computer because it, like, syncs, and you can't get to the the picture separately and stuff. It's just, like, weird. I don't know how
0: people manage it. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, I, did you see the video of the guy bending his phone? Yeah, I mean, they had a couple after
1: it came out. And then they actually have a video from the, um, the Apple test chamber thing where they've done all, like, the testing to show that, you know, well, we did actually test all these things, but they didn't test it to the same weight as, like, an actual person, just to, like, to the weight that you would think that you would bend it. The bending thing, actually, I don't think is a super big deal, but, I mean, it's still, like, a thing that is getting huge because it seems like an oversight in their design.
0: Yeah, it did, it did. It's essentially I read. Uh, apparently, there's been a number of phones that have had this bending issue. But apparently, if you put it in your back pocket and sit down, odds are yeah. you're probably going to bend it. Yeah. I am. You know,
1: I think it's just that it's bigger and um, more thin.
0: Like it's just I don't know. They should so. probably. Is there another metal they could have used that would have probably avoided that? Uh, well, I you mean, know, the aluminum's a thing. Tom actually just tweeted
1: us that as we speak, he's trying to sync his new iPhone six to iTunes and it won't recognize it. Yeah. Hashtag frustration. Hashtag
0: <laughs> Bengate. I know. Um, Alright, so uh, I think this this is you love this story. This is like the story you've been talking about forever and ever and ever. Oh my gosh, which story is it? The Mars Rover. Oh yeah,
1: I know space. I need to come up with a um a space like graphic like your World War E for the space stuff that's going on, but um, but yeah, no, the Mars, or no, no, not the Mars, the asteroid thing. Oh yeah, well, the asteroid. Both of them, but I'll talk about the asteroid first. So the uh, Rosetta ship that's uh, orbiting the, I mean, comet, not asteroid, but uh, they picked a landing spot, and that's going to land in uh, November 11th, so that's super soon. So the landing spot looks pretty cool. It's at the head of the comet they picked out of I don't know, 20 or something sites. but So that's cool. They're doing that. Should watch that. And um, also since our last episode, the uh, Indian Space Agency um, Mars satellite thing got into orbit, and they're the fourth country, or I guess space agency in the world to ever go to another planet. But their thing is they did it for super cheap. They got their whole mission over there for only $70 million, which is like... I guess the Curiosity mission, which is the rover that we have there now, granted it's, like, way more complicated and we actually landed on the planet and it has, like, some of the most, you know, advanced equipment or whatever on it, or whatever, that was $1.5 billion versus $70 million.
0: That's, like, a huge difference. Uh, it's a huge difference, but mind you, India, the president of India's promise, his main, main uh, thing was a toilet in every house. yeah. So the fact that they made it to Mars at all when not every home has indoor plumbing Yeah, I know. It? I mean that's I, that's the point of it though is that India can do this and for really cheap. Like but, it's just... But wait, dude. Hold up. You What's said that? India could do it cheap. That's what you yeah. said. India could do it cheap. But then you went to proceed to say, "Oh, but the US landed there has cutting edge equipment, has this, has that, has this, has that." What yeah. is this thing doing? What is this thing doing? It's just taking photos. It's a freaking drone in space, right? Yeah, I mean, it's a satellite, but it got to
1: Mars. I mean, that's crazy. That's, like, no, no one has done that. It's, like, the fourth country in the world to ever do that. It's, like, way more complicated. It sounds not that hard because people have done it before, but, I mean, it's a pretty big undertaking, and that's, like, a really reasonable price. And their mission this time was also mostly about the infrastructure of it, because they wanted to prove that they could do it for cheaper, because they did everything from, like, launching it to, like, like the telemetry, and, like, they didn't... It wasn't, like, using Russian rockets or something. So, like, they did
0: it all, you know? That's pretty cool. So what? what's the name of this? Uh, Mar- Mar- uh, it was called Mom, actually. Mom, we do it cheaper. That's That's <laughs> the subtitle. Mom, we do it cheaper.
1: I know. But I think it's pretty cool that they, you know, can prove that you can do that kind of thing on a lower budget just cuz they didn't do as much testing and the like i mean they definitely like cut corners per se but it's just like showing that you can do
0: it you know i think that's impressive so the it's like this show it's uh we do it for cheaper just to, yeah the, i guess yeah, yeah. um <laughs> some, just some dudes can probably do it right yeah so my question then is uh you know the three other countries that visit another planet i'm assuming are us china russia Ah uh, no, so it's just it's not actually countries. That's why I kept. So it's the um,
1: the NASA and the uh, e the European Space Agency and Russia and um oh, there's one other one. I don't remember. I don't think it was China though. I don't think China's got to Mars. But um let's I, I'm looking it up. I'm looking it up. Agency. Yeah. Oh, Soviet space program, NASA, European Space Agency. Oh, yeah. No, they are the fourth. That's right. So it's just the Soviet, NASA,
0: e- Europe, and India. So I'm reading this thing here. An opinion piece in the Hindi in the Hindu, which I guess is a newspaper, pointed yeah. out that the cost was equivalent to less than a single bus ride for each of India's population of 1.2 billion. Yeah. That's a stupid comparison. I don't know. I think it's n- not unreasonable. No that so by the way, so if it was seventy million dollars and it's one point two billion people i'm I'm taking a guess here that bus rides that's... in India are freaking cheap, yeah, I know, <laughs> but yeah, no I, know, I just I think that's pretty cool, and the third space
1: news uh point is that um later this month, they are gonna launch the new NASA spacecraft, which is the Orion, with a... It's an unmanned mission, but it's... Wait, wait, wait.
0: It, hold up, hold up. Is it the Orion or the Orion? I think it's Orion. I don't know. I think it's Orion. I always say Orion. Is it Orion? I would say it's Orion, like Orion's belt. I don't know. I kind of think it's the Orion, but I guess I totally could be wrong. I think it's Orion, and I'm willing to take a for sure parlance wager. This is the <laughs> first time ever on the show where we're going to do a wager... This is for uh, approximately one, what, what, should, what should it be for? I don't know. Uh, one, shiny one shiny nickel. One shiny nickel. One shiny nickel. Do you take uh, the back? I don't want it, a nickel. <laughs> oh, well, you're not going to get a nickel. I'm going to be getting a nickel. Shh. I don't even want, I want nickels in play here. Whatever, I
1: guess. Yeah, sure, nickel.
0: Pretty sure it's Orion. I'm just collecting my cash right now. There we go. One shiny nickel. You take that wager? Sure. Sure. All right. So uh, I'm going to let uh, um, Tom Brew be the judge. No, I mean, I'm going to use, like, a...
1: Uh, I'm not going to... No, it's, I mean, it has to be a real source, not just Tom. Tom is, Tom <laughs> like... Tom. Tom has, like, MLA handbook in his brain. It's not even specifically the word. It's that uh, spacecraft or whatever.
0: Hmm.
1: But... I don't know. I mean, we can uh, settle this after. It doesn't have to be on air. We could talk about it next week when I... When yeah, I we, can, we can bring it back up. Let me put, it, let me put a star on that one. <laughs> so anyways, they're launching that one uh, this month to test it for manned missions, and that one is designed to go to Mars and the Moon and, like, more deep space missions. It's the first one... It's the first uh, craft that we have for manned missions since the Apollo command module because there hasn't been really any other manned missions. Uh, you know, because we always just suit, like, robots and stuff. but So that's pretty cool.
0: So that's I, it for Space News. Well, uh, by the way, I already looked it up here. I'm sending you the link. All right. Oh, but that's not the spaceship. Are you kidding me? <laughs> anyway, uh, <clears throat> so, uh, <laughs> I don't... Oh, I do have something to talk about. It's the football season right now. You know that, right? Oh, yeah, football. That's right. I know. And I was trying to tell my friend to watch the show, and he's like, oh, i got to watch football. But football's over. Football ended, like, right that's before. That's what I said. <clears throat> yeah. Anyway, uh, so <clears throat> I play uh, a fantasy football. So I'm going to talk to the people here who play fantasy football, which are not many people. I'm assuming of our listening base, uh, there's probably maybe... Ten people and one of or two of those may play fantasy football, but I love it. I played a lot, but I had last week one of the most ridiculous finishes ever in fantasy football. So, um, Mr. Fresher, are you are you aware of what fantasy football is? Uh, yeah, I mean, yeah, I mean, it's just off stats or whatever. Right, it's just stats based, uh, and you get points based on certain actions that take place on the field, such as yards, receptions. Uh, uh, pass yards, touchdowns, et cetera, et cetera, Right? Field goals kicked, things of nature. Right?
1: Yeah. So Dad, last,
0: yeah. So last week, going into Monday night, you know, Monday night, you know, what Monday night football is. Yeah, it's like a whole thing. I mean, it's Monday, Thursday, and Sunday, right? Those are the right. football days. On Monday, there's only one game. It's the last game of the week. Yeah. And I had, I was down by four points. Okay. Going into the last game of the week, my opponent had. Tom Brady who's the quarterback of the Patriots you know who Tom Brady is I mean you don't have to ask me every time if I know who they are because I probably don't <laughs> well, these are big so these are kind of like big stars so I'm, and the and the New England Patriots defense which means that they are uh, they play uh, like when the defense gets a sack you get a point um, but you also lose points for giving up a lot of points okay Yeah He was up by 4 he had two players going and I had one player going, and my player was the tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs, Travis Kelsey, okay? Tom Brady historically has been a a ridiculously talented quarterback, and the Patriots' defense historically has been a, a solid fantasy defense. Easily could put up 20 to 25 points combined any given week, okay? Yeah. I was already down by four and I had a tight end going. If you don't I don't know if you don't know much about tight ends don't score very often. Like they're not a high scoring they're not like a running back or a quarterback or whatever. And I ended up winning by eight points because Tom Brady and the Patriots defense put up a total score of one point two points. Nice. It's a crazy Winning. comeback. Crazy comeback, and only people who really fully understand fantasy football would understand that. I just want to throw it out there, and then I wanted to get into one other thing about football. You should get into a million things about football. No, just one other thing. So, as you know, and this I'm throwing this one out to you, and I think we've talked about this off air. Um, as you know, I'm a G- New York Giants fan. Okay. Yeah. But we live in Seattle. And Seattle has a very good team, and I consider Seattle like my second favorite team because I want to root for them. It makes everyone in the area happy. <laughs> I've yeah. now I've now lived here for approximately it's going to be eight years come February. Do you think at some point because I I will have lived here longer than certain other areas in my life that I would have to give up my favorite football team, the New York Giants, in favor of the Seattle Seahawks because I've lived here longer? I mean, I don't think that you have to. You don't have to like the team where you live, do you? I don't know. That's why I'm asking you. That's typically a lot of people say that. I mean, that's weird. Can't you just like another team? I do like another team, but I'm saying, should I change my allegiance to to support the local team? I mean, I would
1: say, yeah, just because... I really only care about it because it's local. (laughs) I want more people to like the Seahawks, but, I mean, overall, I don't think it really matters. I think you should stick with the one that
0: you actually like more. All right, just checking. I was just wondering, does it even matter? It's not like anyone from the Seahawks is actually from Seattle. Yeah, they all live in Bellevue. No, I mean, originally. Oh, like,
1: yeah. I mean, they all move around all the time anyways. They just, like, you know, get the good players and stuff. I don't think, I mean, I don't think it really matters. It's all I mean, I don't really understand the whole sports allegiance thing anyway, so. <laughs> but, but I know people are really into it. I like that it builds community. Yeah, but not always in a good way. Well, I mean, yeah. I mean, when you start, like, separating yourself out into groups, of course, like, you're going to fight because my
0: group's better. <laughs> That's right. the whole point, too. And then add in uh, aggressive violence with football and uh, alcohol and uh the the kind of culture of of manliness and then that's what you have you have you have uh it's not as bad as soccer hooligans though true hey speak did we talk about the cheerleaders on here 2 weeks ago uh which cheerleaders all cheerleaders oh on no NFL? i don't remember that nfl cheerleaders specifically i think it's crazy that they don't get paid barely anything they pretty much just get oh. like
1: they have to interview super hard and then you know they just get, like, super
0: not very much money, and it's just their fame that they get or whatever. Right, so that's what I was going to get at. I'm a, I'm becoming a, a cheerleader labor advocate. I think <laughs> they should get paid more. And I've been paying way more attention to the games now because they show the cheerleaders all the time on TV. Really? So, yeah, they put them on, like, going in and out of commercial breaks. When someone does something amazing, They'll you know, they do the little cheer thing. I mean, um, I know that,
1: like, the football cheerleaders are, like, Probably the highest type of cheerleader you can
0: be. I don't know. Basketball cheerleaders are pretty up there. I don't think so. That's not as famous. I mean, football, football seems like the most
1: quintessential cheerleader
0: sport. I think the Laker girls are a pretty big deal. Oh, yeah, that's true. I've heard of them. <laughs> <laughs> wasn't, uh, no, wasn't J-Lo a Laker? Oh, no, she was a fly girl on, in Living Color. Oh, really? Oh, yeah, that's right. That's funny. I forgot about the Fly Girls. Yeah. You know what we need more of? Ce- um, uh, celebrity dance teams. Ah, uh, there's so many shows about that. That's the worst. What what shows? No, I mean like a celebrity dance team, like a national celebrity dance team. You mean like uh, skating or ice skating and stuff? No, not like I like the fly girls. We need another show with fly girls. Remember like Solid Gold Dancers? Do you know what a Solid Gold Dancer is? I don't. That was like a TV show back in like the early 80s where there was like Solid Gold Dancers and they would do all this crazy dancing like in uh that one Austin Powers movie. Golden Yeah, ki- yeah kind Golden of, Yeah, I'm going to look up and see if I could find a picture of Solid Gold Dancers. Um, But no, I did not know it. I don't
1: know. I'm not super into watching dancing. I mean, I guess it's okay, but... I think that if it existed, though, it would be extremely popular because a lot of people like that.
0: And it was a thing before, so... Oh, my God. Solid gold dancers, dude. They were crazy. (laughs) They have some crazy outfits. So, people, if you're watching right now, do a Google search for solid gold dancers' images and uh, solid gold. It's better than even throwing one up because it's a... Solid gold. Yeah, solid gold dancers, 1980, circa 1982. Oh, man, that's that's some hair. Yeah, it is. Um, so, I think it's time. I think it might be time. Oh! What were we going to say? Review roulette!
1: I would like, you know, speaking of... I mean, I already said it before, but we need a graphic for this, too. <laughs>
0: I think I could easily make that. I actually just want to hold up paper. I think that would look cool. I like that idea. Hot paper. I don't have it. This is different,
1: but <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's like it's, it's like a picture of like a cube. What was that? It's uh the dimensions for my house. I was drawing up some Don't show that, people will rob it. They're
0: gonna screen grab it. I know.
1: They'll rob it because they can like get in through all the, <laughs>
0: the screenshots Have so... a floor layout. Everyone, this is uh, this is the part of the show we do you review or relive, where we randomly each week, fresher and parlance, he's uh, fresher on parlance, randomly select the title from the Netflix catalog. Then we review that uh, film the following week. Last week's film was *Stolen Seas*, a gritty drama about Somali pirates as they. I mean, it was a documentary, not really a drama. A gritty documentary about Somali yeah. pirates as they take control of a Danish. Um, Uh, what's it? Freighter. It was like the C E C or something. The C E C. Uh, what was it called? C E C. What? Uh, I don't know. Some word. (laughs) Anyway, uh, so so here's the thing. This documentary was very good, and uh, for the fresher in parlands, Uber fans, we've reviewed a film called The Hijacking back in April. I know, I had to go back and look. Um, it, this That film, I think, borrowed heavily from this documentary. Actual story. Yeah. And also,
1: it's one that I didn't actually get around to watching. And uh, Parlance was like, no, it was definitely one of the films. And I was like, no, I didn't watch it. We had to go back, and I had a note. Didn't watch it. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's the only one you didn't watch.
0: I know, right? <laughs> it like didn't work out. <laughs> so um I just want to point here well so okay Tom I get it it's Orion but that doesn't give us the way you spell it. You're telling us exactly what we know. He's going to say Orion. what how do you say it? Uh Orion Orion No dude. I mean I'll get it later. I mean,
1: he also said uh about football but
0: um Anyway, so back to uh, the documentary at hand, Stolen Seas. Stolen Seas. Uh, so, what were, your, what were your initial thoughts on this? Uh, so, I mean, this? it was a documentary. I thought
1: it was, um, had a pretty good flow to it for a documentary. Of the, like, three or four that we watched, it was probably my favorite documentary. It was definitely
0: better than Joan Rivers. Yeah, um, and I think it was better than the Mitt also. It was better than me, And I... So here's the thing. I learned a lot about... I know. I
1: learned... Like, at first, I thought it was just going to be more, like, directed. But, yeah, it had a lot of, like, sustenance of, like, just little things I didn't know about the whole shipping industry. Like how they fly under flags not of their country? Yeah. uh, um, Flags of convenience. That's, like, a whole thing. So I didn't know... That's basically why we can't just go in and, like, start taking them over or whatever. Because they're going effectively, as countries that don't have laws about that or can't enforce it. So and by it's
0: the way, like, not, not even laws, like, they're not breaking laws, really. Right, well, that's, and that's the thing. It's like the, the, the ship that was hijacked was like a Danish company flying under a Bahamas flag, and then, of course, they get kidnapped. What's the Bahamas going to do? They don't have an army. Yeah, and, like, it's not, yeah, it's crazy. But so, they do that because they can get around a lot of taxes and other, um, you know, technicalities. So, uh, by the way, great band name. Flags of Convenience. <laughs> it's, it's a pretty good band name. But so I guess I'll go over the general
1: structure of it, because it's pretty short besides the, the points. So it was the, um, the main thing was about the hijacking of this one ma- that I can't remember the name. CEC or whatever. And uh, it started out with them boarding that ship and taking all the the people hostage, and then they go to the guy who is the pirate's negotiator because they don't know English. So the whole story is the negotiator talking to the negotiator on the company side and you never meet the, oh wait, yeah I don't think you meet the negotiator on the company side.
0: Yeah you do. No because I think that's the guy who's talking to the negotiator. No, so the, the he was at the end, he was the guy that put the money in the bag. Oh, it's the negotiator went? Oh. But anyway, so it's the two negotiators
1: talking to each other. And then, and, the, like, and
0: then ultimately the CEO, I think.
1: Yeah, and the CEO. But so and you you're you're seeing as it's happening, I don't know if that was reenacted or not, but you're seeing as it's happening, but then also talking to them off camera as of that it's already completely over with, like way later like oh i could tell he had made a mistake at that point like one of the negotiators will say like like they're reviewing their past experience and it's like a real interview with him like the pirate negotiator too because he's considered a third party and so he wasn't necessarily like doing anything illegal per se but uh yeah but then so that's the overall arc of it and they'll they jump back to that four or five times which i like but then in between, as they get to specific points in the negotiation, which was really long, like 60 days or something, they'll go into some history point about uh, Somalia and why this happened. And they really did a good job at showing uh, the pirates' point of view and also, like, the shipping industry point of view. And, like, basically they're not trying to hurt anyone. So, like, they always keep the hostages, you know not they're not torturing them or anything they like they say that if any of the pirates hurt or kill the hostages, they'll totally kill the um that that pirate cuz it's like not in the pirates interest
0: but, um, so, so overall, but our... there was that washington couple that died they got yeah. killed i mean yeah. i don't know how they didn't go into that but yeah well they, so, they, they just me... showed a picture and said
1: dead yeah like definitely i mean that's what I was wondering about the negotiation. I don't really understand how those kind of negotiations work because they're both holding out. It's, I mean, I don't really understand haggling either. It's just kind of annoying when you have to do it. But, like, they're both positioning that they won't budge, but then, like, clearly they will. I mean, they're not, like, on their last straw all the time. And so, yeah, of course they have to hold it over their head that they might, they're going to kill the hostages or whatever. But, I mean, they usually wouldn't because... The other company will give in at some point, but then, yeah, I don't understand I don't know why they wouldn't just stick with their original one and then kill them all the time, and then the next time, like they know like, oh, we're
0: not messing around, you've got to give us the first time, you know what I mean because I think they're all different like they're not always the same hijackers, yeah, and... but just like isn't yeah overall thing, I just yeah, so, I don't get that about it, so. Here, here's what we need to know. The Somalis uh, uh, have issues because uh, they, though they claim that they were camel herders and not fishermen, they estimate that $700 million, of, $700 million of fish is essentially taken illegally from waters around Somalia. Yeah.
1: Oh, because their government... Oh, also, I didn't know that this was the Black Hawk Down story thing. I didn't know that was in Somalia. Yes, it was. Yeah, I totally didn't know that. And so they were talking about how we were going in to um, set up the government or whatever, but then we totally bombed and, like, killed their whole government because there was this guy we were trying to get rid of or whatever. And then that's, like, everything
0: fell apart, and that's why there's, like, no regulation for pretty much everything there right now. And it's super interesting because I never realized that, there's no lo- there's no actual full-on state government, right? It's just all these local clans, uh, tribesmen. Yeah, and so, like, that's... The north part is... Oh, I also thought it was
1: interesting, that the north part of uh, Somalia is way more organized, and, like, even though it's still corrupt, it's, like, not that violent. But the south part is a super violent part, because they're, like, just all, like, craziness. But all the pirates are in the north part because it's like a mafia type thing where you need some sort of, like, civil structure to be able to support being able to have, like, a, you know, a system like that going. Because it's totally systematic pirating. Like, they just go
0: and hijack stuff. I love that story about when he's, like, when the money got paid from that German couple that was uh, kidnapped, and he's, like, we got the money. It was like five hundred and I think like ninety-seven thousand dollars. And he's like, and as soon as the money came, he's like, people got to be paid. You got to pay the the town. You got to pay the drug dealers. You got to pay the the prostitutes. You got to pay the the, fo- the food people because it's essentially it's like once that's the only that's the only uh, that's their main economy. Yeah, it's- their main economy that supports everything is basically these
1: pirates' money. They don't have any other exports or anything. Well, I don't know about any, but it doesn't seem like it.
0: And um, how How about... There was a lot of stuff, like... Um, yeah. socio-political stuff, how Kenya has stepped up and is, like, uh, essentially illegally... Um, because they capture these Somali pirates and then they don't know what to do with them. Yeah, because... Yeah, that's the other weird thing about... Because they have the... Um,
1: they have, like, patrols and stuff, and they'll capture them. But they can't just kill them or anything. And supposedly they didn't do anything illegal yet either. They just have their weapons in their boat. But that's not even illegal there to have those weapons. And so, like, um, they're trying them, but it's more expensive for the company who's, like, trying them to bring them back to try them in the U.S. They don't have a court system there. and so they And then when they bring them back to the U.S., usually... They're acquitted. They serve a sentence, and then they get, like, asylum there. And in EU, too, they get asylum. So then they're just, like, basically importing more Somali people who were pirates into their country. And uh, so they either do it in Kenya. But they were saying that, like, only, there's only, like, a thousand pirates imprisoned at this point. I don't know. I thought, it, like, the whole legal aspect of it, too, seems like you can't really get around it. Like, you're not even really going to get in trouble if you're a pirate. Like, well, you'll probably be, have a better life in that prison than you did at, like, you know, in Somalia.
0: <laughs> there there was that one guy, and I forget who he was, he had two great quotes. He's like, um, the first one was, and now I forget, I had it in my mind, but the, the first one was, like, essentially, oh, here it was. He's like, people are always like, oh, Africa's a mess, it's a mess, it's a mess. And he's like, actually, it's not a mess. He's like, for the conditions that these people live in, it's remarkably peaceful. Yeah, like, it says... uh
1: yeah, he was saying, like, basically, compared to other places in the world that have the same level of poverty and, like, uh, people taking advantage of all of the resources and everything, Africa's not violent enough, was
0: his quote. Yeah, and then that same guy, he's like, the only way we could ever get rid of piracy is, he He had three three things. One, uh, go to, like, essentially invade Somalia, which is, like, the first thing. You just got to go in and just... Invade them. Yeah. Two, uh, what was it? Increase Was it increase military? Was it just increase the military? But the, the thing is, the military costs $7.5 billion a year or something like that. Yeah. To, they were saying they could just, like, give the money to... Um, well, that was the, the third one. Yeah. yeah, the third one was just, like, take the money that were, like, a fraction of the money of the military budget for patrolling the, these waters... And just give it to the 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 country because it would so like, do more good, yeah, but then people like people in America
1: would never go for that because it's like they're rewarding the pirates, basically
0: it would be the mindset, so then no one would support that. well, I will say this after watching this documentary, yeah I, I fully support the pirates <laughs> I don't think I support them, but like they don't seem as like. They
1: seem, I mean, maybe it's just a depiction, but they seemed pretty not mean. I mean, they didn't seem like they're doing it to hurt people at all. Like, they just want to get their money.
0: Like, it's not about being, like, a dick. It's just about getting the money. <laughs> no, and then, oh, the other solution was to is essentially pull everybody out. Everybody. Yeah. Every, every military thing, everything, and just let the, and let the shipping companies deal with it. yeah. I mean, they said that in the end, they said that there's armed guards on the ships now anyways. Yeah, and th- by the way, th- did you, I never knew this. The shipping companies pay, make the, the companies of the freight that they're hauling, they have to pay... Yeah, uh, extra insurance. Extra money. They have to pay extra money to go that route to begin with. So of all those ships that aren't being taken... Yeah, they're like, making money off of it. They're making extra money. That's essentially a hostage slush fund. And I also feel like that it's not; those
1: amounts of money don't seem like that much to them. Like they're asking for like five million dollars or something.
0: Like those ships are worth super more than that. You know what I mean? I know, I know, dude. So the hijacking—it—it followed it, it, that movie. It followed this exact same plot. Yeah. The, I know. They, the ship gets um, taken hostage. They bring in a negotiator. The negotiator is like doing his shit. And, oh, I cursed! Dang it! I was trying to go without what, without, without cursing. Wait, then, is shit! Curse? I don't, that doesn't count. Okay, and then I um, don't accept shit as a swear word. Okay. Um. So then, uh, then the it's taking forever. It's taking forever, and um, the CEO steps in and takes the call, and is exactly what happened in this. And then the CEO takes over and negotiation negotiates the deal, and. In that movie, this whole thing, we want to have him home by Christmas, we want to have him home by Christmas, it was the exact same thing that was going on in, that, in the <laughs> documentary. Only way more dramatic, I assume. Way more dramatic. Um, but here's the thing. I don't think the, our audience fully understands this. They actually found the negotiator, and I think Fresher uh, was talking about this, but the guy who was doing the negotiation yeah. tactics for He was the a real guy. He was the real guy, and they found him. And they yeah. So the whole time they were interviewing him about this experience, they had the tapes of the conversations, and then he would talk about why he was doing the things he was doing, and how he said that he was like, "I'm not, wasn't involved. He felt like his life was on the line. Uh, who knows if he was lying or not whatever." I know, right? And then at the end of the movie, um, they said that he was sent to the U.S. to go to an anti piracy conference. Yeah. And the moment he stepped off the plane, they arrested him. Yeah, for like, yeah, I know that's that's pretty messed up. What about his kid? They were talking about I knew, the whole time. He was all about his kid. He was all about his kid. I'm doing this for my child. I'm doing this for my child. I'm doing this for my child. And then, uh, then, then next thing you know, he's arrested, and who knows where his kid is. Yeah, it says he got probably life in prison. Is there an update on that guy? Did you see? I mean, they that? just had the
1: text stuff at the end. Like they they went over each character's like future thing at the end, but. Some other notes about the movie. The style, I thought they did way too much weird video graphic stuff. It was super annoying. They overlaid, like, video noise like all the time. Like, really... On the
0: text? On the text. You couldn't read the text because yeah, it was just
1: like... on, like, a lot of stuff. And then they did a lot of just weird video filters to make it look like you're watching TV, but I'm sure that the footage wasn't actually that bad. They did... And they just did a lot... And they did a lot of that... Uh, where they'll focus the middle, and then, like, the outside will be kind of blurry, like the tilt-shift style. They went way overboard with the video effects, I think. I didn't really like that. And the
0: music was also not very good, because they tried to make it a little more dramatic in some parts with music. Oh, I was actually, now that you mentioned that, I thought that I was going to actually comment. The score was excellent, I thought. It was added drama. I thought it added a lot of drama to the show. It did add a lot of drama to the show, but I
1: thought it was dumb, because it seemed way... I mean, of course it's calculated, but it it was like trying to sway you too much like for a documentary I thought. I also thought it was funny in uh, one of those shots where they were showing the arrested pirates that uh, the one who was one of the like convicted arrested pirates
0: totally had a USA shirt on while they were talking to him. Oh my god. I saw that. <laughs> I-, I want to actually bring that up. The t-shirts that these pirates had were yeah. like, they were priceless. I can't, <laughs> the- I, I should I wish I had a, a – I wish I took, like, notes or screen grabs of all of them. But, yeah, he was talking about how the U.S. is an imperialistic, capitalistic pigs, and he's, like, going on and on and on about it, and then, you, then they cut to him, and he's wearing a tank top with USA. <laughs> right? <Yeah.
1: laughs>
0: I know. And, um, oh,
1: also the guns they had. I mean, they were carrying around a lot of, like, impressive guns with the bandoliers of bullets and everything. But then a lot of guys were just walking around with straight up rocket launchers. Like that's not that
0: useful. <laughs> 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 like you're like taking hostages with rocket launchers. That's like <laughs> definitely not a close, not a good close range weapon. I or, know. Yeah. yeah.
1: Yeah. I thought that was weird. Oh, and also that they were saying that the um, the pirates in their community are super respected because like it's kind of like a badass thing, and they get all like the good treatment and everything. So it's like
0: socially beneficial
1: for them to be pirates
0: also. It's, it's, it's like cool. It's cool to be a pirate. That in the beginning of the movie when they showed that 17 year old kid and he was like he was like dancing. Like dancing and he had like hundred dollar bills. Yeah, it's definitely pro pirate this movie. This movie is a pr- it's like pro pirate, um I don't know. It's very conflict. It's an excellent documentary. I recommend yeah, everyone everyone I mean, should watch this. It's a great movie. So what do you what are you giving it? What are you giving it? What am I going to give it? I'm going to give it a... 8. 8? Saw that coming. I
1: am giving it a solid 7. Oh, you did it over... I did the drum. You didn't hear the drum beat? I did. I heard it. I mean, I yeah. I thought about doing it, but I didn't want to load the sound panel thing. <laughs> but then you did it for me. Thanks. So would you give it? A 7? A 7, yeah. Wow. So that's... total. Because I thought it was good. I mean, I'm more stingy with my points, but it was a good movie, but, like, I don't know. Maybe documentaries just... I mean, I like documentaries, but it wasn't super entertaining. It was more
0: informative. Yeah, I was going to say, if you want to have a a different take and a mini history lesson on Somalia and a different take on pirating, then watch this
1: documentary. A lot of it wasn't even about pirates, per se. It was just about the history of Somalia
0: and why pirates exist, which was pretty interesting. No, dude, at the beginning of the show, they, did it, they showed a whole bunch of clips of pirates, and then they brought in a pirate historian. Oh, yeah, they also brought out pirate historians, too. And then they were showing how, like, it's romanticized in Western
1: culture with, like, pirate festivals and stuff. Oh, another thing. I thought it was good that they ended with an explanation of the pirate flag, that, like, the pirate flag, the skull and crossbones, doesn't mean you're, like, going to die. It means that the people on that boat are basically already dead and doesn't really matter what, like, they don't care what they're doing, (laughs) or whatever. you know what I mean? Yeah. That's why they're dangerous.
0: (laughs) Oh, also, uh, they also referenced briefly, I don't know if you caught this, this is probably the second time I've brought it up on this show, the Somalian people use this drug called... They, they chew on the oh, leaf. Yeah. I noticed that, the leaf. Yeah, it's called CAT, C-H-A-T, CAT. Yeah. And it's like a mild narcotic. Yeah, that's cool. They talked about that. Yeah, so I just wanted to point that out. I, it's uh, it's a flowering plant native to the Horn of Africa and the Arabian Penins- Peninsula. Uh, CAT... Chewing has a history uh, has a history as a social custom dating back thousands of years. Um, it contains a mono monoamine mono, mono alkaloid called cathinone, and it's an amphetamine-like stimulant which is said to cause excitement, loss of appetite, and euphoria, which explains why all those Somalis are so skinny. But <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> this, I don't have that one. It's on there, right? Yeah. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so okay. anyway, I'm assuming the drug dealers they're paying off as their cat supplier. Yeah, I mean it doesn't probably. Yeah, it's actually a it's a controlled substance substance here in the United States. You can't even. Yeah, get I, would it. Have, I would guess so. I mean, all that stuff is. But it's a it's... Comple- it's completely legal to grow and consume in Djibouti, Ethiopia, Somalia, and Yemen. Oh man. So anyway. Alright. So uh do you have anything else you would like to add to this uh ep- this wonderful episode uh, number thirty six?
1: I might mention the whole uh, Rage Against the Machine thing. Oh, bring it up, bring it up. We finished with Uh thing. what's you know, what's that guy's name? Tom Morello. Tom Morello. Morello, M O Tried to go to the five points uh the other day after a show and it was too full, but he like wanted like the back room or something, which I don't even think that they have. And uh Yeah, they totally, like, denied him, but then he got all pissed about it and uh, tweeted, like, you know, like, never go to the five-point, they're jerks or whatever. Oh, he also brought up their wages. Oh, yeah, because he's trying to do this thing, but supposedly five-point's really on top of the whole wage thing, and he totally, like, just was saying stuff out of his ass. (laughs) He was just angry. Yeah, I know, but that's dumb. And then he, like, immediately tweeted about it, like,
0: I don't know, sounds pretty dumb. But then they were playing Rage Against the Machine on KXP today. <laughs> so they were apparently. So I don't know if you saw this, but like the the um the owner of Five Star, or whatever but, Five Points, he put down uh, eggs Eggs Against the Machine on his billboard. Yeah. yeah, that's pretty good. And uh, apparently the the guy made they they didn't make up, but they they had more conversations on Twitter regarding that.
1: Um, yeah.
0: But whatever. Who Tom. Rage Against, the Bur- Rage Against the Machine is sold like 1994. I know, right?
1: Oh yeah, that was the other thing about it. was that, like, I mean, he's yeah, pretty famous and stuff, but not like super famous. And the, the door guard said, like, yeah, I knew who he was, but
0: I've turned down more famous people. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy. Good old Rage Against the Machine. Who even knew they still toured? I just didn't. Isn't it
1: a different band that he's in or something?
0: I have, I have no idea. I don't know too. Oh, that, that... do you remember that song? Rally
1: round the family with the pocket full of shells. <laughs> yeah, right? I think that's the one they were playing.
0: <laughs> I had forgot about it. Uh all right. Well uh, I think that'll do it for this week. That uh, yes, that is, that's uh, seems like a wrap. So this is uh Parland saying Tootaloo. This is a fresher later taters.